Hi everyone, it's John. And Ben. And welcome back to Santa by the Minute, the podcast where Ben and I talk about 1985's Santa Claus the Movie. One minute at a time. And this week we are on minute number 76. Yes. Where Santa comes in for a landing and is reunited with his little buddy, Joe. Mm-hmm. They finally get to see each other after a whole year. Before we start the minute, I just stumbled across an amazing article relating to Santa Claus movie that I'd never seen before. And it has two amazing bits of trivia that I never read anywhere else. Okay. And I haven't told you what they are. I want to get your reaction on the mic. So I stumbled across this site. It's called feelchristmassy.co.uk. And back on November 29th, 2015, they posted an article called Season's Greetings, Santa Claus the Movie, 30 Years On. And I'd never read this article before. I'll put the link in the show notes. Or I'll have Ben put it in. I don't know how to do that. (laughs) So anyway, it's a retrospective of the movie in honor of the 30th anniversary. And I just want to read a few things from this article. It says, one of the first places we reached out when searching for information about the making of this film was to David Huddleston, the actor who played the role of Santa Claus. He was still alive at this point. He wouldn't pass away till the following year. David pointed us in the direction of Matt Heister, an American-born film lover now based in the UK. Following the movie's release, Matt was a fan immediately. So much so, he ended up becoming good friends with David Huddleston and subsequently an unofficial expert on Santa Claus the movie. No, we are. No. (laughs) We've taken over the crown, Matt. No, no. Matt, if you're listening, send us a tweet, send us an email. We'd love to have you on the show. Yeah. I mean, if we had started this about 15 years ago, were there podcasts back then? We could have been BFFs with David Huddleston. I know. He, uh, Matt, this is Matt talking now. I first came into contact with David Huddleston on May 11th, 2002. I traced his number through the International Telephone Directory. When doing so, I wasn't expecting to get in touch with Santa himself. However, I couldn't believe it when I did. Since then, a friendship developed, and at first I was starstruck. However, at the time, however, as time went by, I made a connection with the wonderful man behind the Santa suit. And 13 and a half years later, I consider him one of my closest and most genuine friends. Wow. During that time, we have met twice in person. First time on October 15th, 2004, and a second time April 24th, 2007, which were both in London. And I telephone him about once a month. Wow. Now, that isn't the most amazing trivia in this article. Uh Uh-huh. But Matt here shares some amazing Santa Claus the movie-related trivia. And let me just scroll down to that. So Matt talks about how the original choice for Santa was originally Brian Dennehy. And then they wanted somebody with a little more warmth. And they uh, got David. And then he goes on to say, Also, the role for BZ was offered to Dustin Hoffman and then Burt Reynolds. However, neither were available for several reasons. Okay, Ben, buckle in for this one, okay? Okay. Prepare to have your mind blown. Okay. At this this possibility. The BZ character was one of two choices. The second, we know it was what they ended up going with, which was casting John Lithgow. But listen to their first choice before Lithgow. 
as the first choice was to have David Huddleston playing two different roles, those being Santa and BZ. Whoa. That would have been crazy. I got to see it, too. Yeah, because we know, you know, David Huddleston was known for playing those kind of like gruff yeah. small town sheriffs and stuff. <laughs> I, isn't that crazy? That is crazy. That would have been funny because, you know, he's never together in the movie. That's true. Yeah, there's no encounter between BZ no. and Santa. And that would have been that would have been quite the performance for David Huddleston yeah. going off on those two totally different personalities. I would imagine that would have been hard to do like both. Switch, switching back and forth. Yeah, they would have had to do some definitely some accommodations for filming on that, I would think. That would have been very interesting. And I bet no one would even really know. Because, you know, Santa is so, you know, full of hair and outfit and you know what I mean? Like he's covered a lot. And then, you know, if he was BZ, he would have had his like probably clean shaven suit. Yeah, we've seen those clips, uh, Entertainment Tonight, I think, where he's not dressed as Santa at all and he doesn't look like Santa at all. If you saw him on the street, you wouldn't realize that was Santa from Santa Claus the movie. Right. So, like, I bet, like, kids watching it wouldn't even know that they were played by the same person. Let me just read a little bit more. Okay. However, they went for the second choice, which was to hire actor BZ, uh, John Lithgow. Also, John Barrard, who played Dooley, had most of his part cut as they wanted to center the film on Dudley Moore. Mm. So I guess Dooley would have had a bigger role originally. Well, we've seen Dooley have more talking parts in the book as well. There were also plenty of challenges faced by the cast and crew as recording took place. Matt has heard some such stories through his relationship with David Huddleston. One happens early on in the movie, as Mr. and Mrs. Claus battle their way through a blizzard on Christmas Eve in their sleigh. Let's let's go back to that minute, okay? Yeah. The acting was fantastic as the pair desperately shy away from frozen snow blowing in their faces. As it turns out, however, perhaps it wasn't all acting. Matt recalls, both David Huddleston and Judy Cornwall were admitted to the hospital, albeit only for one day, as the fake snowflakes in the opening sequences went into their eyes. You know, that doesn't surprise me, because when we talked about this way back at the beginning of our podcast, we had mentioned during the making of special how miserable they were and how that stuff was getting all in their faces and everything. So I am not surprised one bit that they had to go to the hospital for that. That makes the fact that they kept it in the making of special even more, <laughs> even more crazy. Yeah. Because if you remember, the, the narrator kind of laughed it off. It's like, oh, he was just kidding, Judy Cornwall. He, he's not going to make you do another take. We're going to have to take you to the hospital now. <laughs> yeah, that's why he was kidding, because you guys are actually going to the hospital. <laughs> So this is Matt talking some more. He says, I believe it was panned by critics as they saw it as half of a good film. Basically, most thought the film started off well, but went mushy after it went into modern-day New York. Also, the film tried to focus more on the Patch character played by Dudley Moore rather than Santa. However, it's still my favorite film of all time. It's a holiday and feel-good film with a lot of warmness to it. I can't argue with anything he said there. Nope. 
So, Matt, if you're listening, you know, feel free to contact us. You know, you can, you can join our podcast if you want. Talk about the movie. Yeah, yeah I know we only, get, we only get a few minutes left, but if you want to sit in on yeah. a couple minutes with us. Let us know. <laughs> and if you if you find this after the fact, you know, when we're, we've wrapped up the whole movie, you know, still reach us. You know, we could always do a supplemental episode. It's fine. We're good. <laughs> and, of course, another person we'd love to get in touch with to have on the show is in this minute. It's like, Joe, where are you? <laughs> Christian. Christian. Let's put this That's out right. in the universe. <laughs> <laughs> we only have a few more minutes left of the movie we'd love to get you on just one of them i know i mean we had carrie on five thousand of them because i <laughs> talked to her once <laughs> wouldn't it be amazing to ha- we could ha- maybe if we had a reunion a reunion <laughs> minute oh <laughs> uh, we can yeah, we can funny. dream yeah anyway let, let's let's uh Land our sleigh, just like Santa does. Okay. In minute 76. Wasn't that a good segue? It was. Good job. So go check, it was. Go check out that article. I can't believe I never stumbled across it before. So anyway, minute 76. Our minute begins as the sleigh finishes coming in for a landing. We hear Santa say the rest of what he was cut off last week. So all we hear is, boys or oys. Boys. <laughs> So he has a yo and a woe. Don't I, I would think those would sound too similar. I would think so too. For the reindeer, they hear the whoa and then they like take off again. Yeah. And what would Joe think? I don't <laughs> if the reindeer Santa comes in for a landing <laughs> and then the reindeer mistake the whoa for a yo <laughs> and the sleigh takes off again and <laughs> Yeah, I don't I don't think that that would really work in real life. Those words are way too close. And then you add Joe to the mix. There's another yeah. word that sounds very similar to yo <laughs> and woe. The poor reindeer. <laughs> They'd be so confused. I know. So the sleigh comes to a stop. Santa steps out of the sleigh. And then he finally smiles. It's about time, Santa. It's only been, <laughs> what, a half hour now? <laughs> so Santa smiles, looks at Joe and says... Hello, Joe. Okay, now before you move on to what Joe says, okay, we have a little bit from the book here. Now it's slightly different in the book. Santa doesn't just get up and and get off the sleigh like he does in the movie. In the book, he stays sitting for a little bit, just just like a pause. You know what I mean? Santa Claus sat in his sleigh for a long moment. I'm gonna assume a long moment in his mind, not in real life. You know what I mean? And Joe's like, hey, hello? (laughs) Santa, you okay? (laughs) So he sat in his sleigh for a long moment, caught in the same awkward moment of self-conscious silence as the boy. Both of them so filled with emotion that they were suddenly afraid any movement or word would make it overflow in embarrassing tears. So they both kind of had like this moment of, I don't know what to do moment, you know? At last, Santa roused himself and climbed down from the sleigh. Tonight, he did not move with his usual youthful energy, but instead seemed to move as if all the long years had caught up with him at once. 
Joe, he murmured, suddenly unsure of how to begin. Hello. Hmm. So in the book, he goes, Joe, hello. Yeah. Yeah. And in the movie, he goes, hello, Joe. Yeah. (laughs) Well, probably because hello, Joe is more natural. Joe, hello. Yeah. That'd be me, like, walking into the room and being like, John, hello. You know what I mean? It's like (laughs) a little bit of a redundancy, you know? But you can definitely sense the mixed feelings on Santa. He's like, yeah. Like taking a deep breath, you know, he's got to put on a happy face for Joe. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Joe responds to the hello, Joe. He's trying to keep his cool, too. He's like, hey, yeah. how's it going, Santa? Yeah. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Is that what he says in the book? Yeah. Hey, how's it going? Hey, how's it going? It says Joe twitched his shoulders, equally uncertain, hiding behind the too familiar cool manner that protected his real and very vulnerable feelings from hurt and disappointment. And then he says, hey, how's it going? He said casually, his hands in his jacket pockets. So here here again, we see Mopey Santa. He's trying to put on that happy face, like I was just saying. Kind of takes breath, takes a pause, and goes, Not bad. Yourself? And Joe pauses for a second as well, and he says, I'm okay, I guess. I was afraid you'd forget about me. In the book, it's a little bit different. But here, Joe says, Oh, me? I'm Er. (laughs) I'm Er. I'm Er. (laughs) Joe's, but then it gets really serious. And then it says, Joe's voice suddenly fell apart as his emotions surged upwards so strongly that they shattered his cool pose and burst out of him in a rush. I was afraid you'd forget about me, he blurted, his eyes suddenly too full, like his heart. He ran to Santa Claus and threw his arms around him, hugging him tightly. It had been such a long, cold night. Every minute had seemed to last for hours, but it had all been worth it, because he had finally found someone who didn't let him down, someone worthy of his trust and love. So that does play out a little different than what happens on screen. Joe doesn't run in for that hug until what we see happen next, where Santa Mm -hmm. smiles at Joe and Santa extends his arms out wide. Then you see Joe's face light up. He is so overjoyed to see Santa, like, saying, come here, give me a hug. Mm -hmm. Well, Santa doesn't say that out loud. It's his body language. Right. He runs over uh, and gives Santa the hug. And I have to say, this hug between Joe and Santa was a very widely used publicity image. And we have a set of Santa Claus the Movie collectible pins that were released back in 1985. And at least one of the pins, maybe two, maybe we have two of the same pin, but one of the pins is this scene right here. It's Joe hugging Santa. Mm -hmm. They probably traced it off of the publicity still that was going around. (laughs) So anyway, Santa chuckles and says... He doesn't say it quite that (laughs) (laughs) mopey-like. Well, he's trying to force it out, sounding like kind of jolly, but, you you know, he's really, really sad inside. (laughs) Ah, well. At least I've got one good friend left. Are you kidding? I'm your pal for life. Honest. Okay, so the next part, I'm going to guess it must play out a little differently in the book but we'll find out because it seems a little cut off here in the movie joe continues he goes hey 
there was some weird guy on television. Some patch, natch, scratch. So, uh, Santa interrupts to assure Joe that he knows all about it. Oh, hey, there was this weird guy on television. Some patch, natch, scratch. I, uh, I know about that. That's all right. Then it's cool, then? Yeah. And then it cuts to Joe saying, so it's cool, then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that mm-hmm. seems like they kind of cut up a unrelated bits of a conversation. I'm curious how it plays out in the book. Okay, so what it is in the book, Joe is, uh, you know, still hugging Santa and whatever. And Joe looks up and he said with a frown, like a concerned frown, going, oh, hey, listen, he said, suddenly remembering. There was this weird guy on television, this patch natch scratch guy, and he said... I know, I know, Santa said hastily. He patted Joe's shoulder. Don't worry about it. Joe relaxed, smiling again, glad to believe in Santa's reassurance. If Santa wasn't worried about competition, then he certainly wouldn't be. After all, Santa was one of a kind. Who could compete with him? Oh, that's cool then, he nodded content, contently and looked away toward the waiting sleigh. So it was more of a, in the book, it was more of a conversation like, oh, okay, cool then. You know, not a, not like an excited cool, you know, more of like a normal conversation cool. Yeah, the way it played out in the minute, I was wondering if the, so it's cool then was in response to something else originally, and it kind of just got inserted here. So it doesn't sound like it's too far off from the Mm -hmm. book. Yeah, I think the tone is just a little bit different. Yeah, the way he kind of perked up, I thought maybe something was cut where Santa was like, like Joe maybe asks, can I can I ride the sleigh again? You know, drive the sleigh mm-hmm. again. And then Santa says, sure. Oh, it's cool then. Mm-hmm. And th- but anyway, Joe now turns to the reindeer and it greets at least three of them in this minute. Hiya, Blitzen. Hey, Diner, how's it going, man? <laughs> hey, Comet. <laughs> Comet acknowledges the greeting with a reindeer groan. He kind of goes, <laughs> Those three reindeer are Joe's favorite. Oh, I didn't realize that. I would have thought only Donner would the one who would make the impact, the emotional connection because of the super <laughs> duper looper incident. Yeah, no, I guess according to the book, Blitz and Donner and Comet are Joe's favorite reindeer. Okay, and uh, before the minute cuts off, the final two seconds of this minute, we'll talk more about this next week. <laughs> We get this close-up of Don, and he lets out the groan. <laughs> it's, it's happier. He sounds like he's in pain when I'm doing the comet <laughs> greeting. But right directly in front, I would like to direct your attention to the reindeer butt directly in front of Comet. It lets out, in the final two seconds of our minute, like I said, we'll, we'll, this will be to be continued. This will be a cliffhanger. The butt starts to shake. Little tail, little tush starts shaking. And it looks so real. It does. It looks so natural. Like it, it's a real reindeer butt. Uh-huh. If this is puppetry, it is very impressive. The, the, the butt wiggling continues next week, so I don't want to say too much right now. So do you have any quick thoughts before we leave everybody in suspense about reindeer butt? I... <laughs> So <laughs> I never thought I'd spend my uh, my afternoon talking about reindeer butts. But anyway, I am pretty sure that is a puppet butt. 
not a real life butt. Today's quality is different than 80s quality, but on my computer version of this, the coloring of the real reindeer is just a little bit, just a smidge bit different than the puppet reindeer. And I believe that the tail doesn't match the same tail that you see coming down for a landing with the real reindeer. So I'm pretty sure that they wouldn't have a real reindeer eight inches, a real reindeer's butt eight inches away from a puppet head reindeer. That is a good point. And we have it on record from Carrie. Remember her saying mm -hmm. they had for close-ups two reindeer, like two half reindeer heads yeah. and then two reindeer butts. Right. So this must be one of the fake butts, but it moves so naturally that little butt wiggles feels like something a real reindeer would do when it was just sitting there. Yeah. With nothing to do. Yeah. But we'll have more butt talk next week. <laughs> Great. <laughs> because it, it keeps wiggling next week, so. Uh... Well, I mean, you know, the, the puppeteers obviously really studied the the natural movement of reindeer, so it would make sense that they would be you know, mimicking what real reindeer do when they're just standing there, wiggling the little tail butts, you know? Yeah, and going along with what you're saying, I probably couldn't get a real reindeer to stand that still with a no. fake half a reindeer and people standing right behind it. You wouldn't want the reindeer to, like, kick its hind legs at your expensive puppet. Right, or poop on it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Well, it's not like they could train the rain real reindeer not to poop, you know? It's the same thing as, like, when you're riding horses down a parade. You can't tell the horse not to go to the bathroom during the parade, go beforehand. I guess it was only a matter of time before uh, the reindeer's bathroom breaks came up on the podcast. If the movie was made today, they would have had to have a poop joke. Tim Allen, Santa Claus, reindeer were farting all the time. It's true. <laughs> That's true. They would definitely have some poop jokes or fart jokes or something going on. These reindeer are way more um, realistic than the ones in the Tim Allen, Santa Claus, where they're a little bit more uh, comedic. You know, these ones are like real reindeer. Yeah, they're a little more, a little more cartoony. Yeah, especially in the later ones where there's like that other, there's there's definitely a farting, laughing reindeer. Yeah, who, who like flies around like it's intoxicated. Yeah, was was that Santa Claus the movie? The la not Santa Claus the movie. Santa Claus, the third was that the third one? <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember. But it's like Jack or something. Like, he's like... It, it, yeah, it wasn't part of the main crew. All right, let me... No. I'm going on to YouTube real quick. I'm going to type in <laughs> farting reindeer. Oh, no. <laughs> Somebody has put together a uh, <laughs> Santa Claus 1, 2, and 3 reindeer fart compilation. Oh, jeez. Of course <laughs> they have. <laughs> it's only 35 seconds, so let's take a listen, shall we? Great. Now, you're going to make me have that in my search history now for the life <laughs> of my life. The life of my life. Here we go. Oh, gosh. This is what was missing from 1985. Uh, mm -hmm. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> 
these aren't all Santa Claus. Yeah, yeah. All Tim Allen. It, yeah. There was like oh, a group of reindeer in a field, and I was like, wait a minute, who's the? Who are oh, these? Oh yeah, yeah. It says this scenes is... from Santa Claus one, two, three. Get Santa and Elf Man. Yeah, it wasn't all Santa Claus. It was okay. But still, that was a lot of farting reindeer. I don't need to listen to an actual Santa Claus reindeer farting compilation. That was enough. (laughs) So anyway. I'm glad that the the creators of Santa Claus the movie didn't go down that stereotypical fart humor road with these reindeer. Now, now Ben, can you take one of those Tim Allen Santa Claus reindeer farts and put it over the butt wiggle of Santa Claus, the movie, 1985? And upload it to our YouTube? Yeah, yeah. It would be, and it would make sense because that butt would be belonging to Blitzen, correct? I don't know. I've closed my, my window. I want to know which reindeer wiggled its butt. I don't remember what the reindeer lineup was anymore. Yeah, I believe you are correct. I believe it is Blitzen's butt that is wiggling. If any reindeer was going to fart in Santa Claus the movie, it would be Blitzen. It's true. Blitzen likes to eat. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm getting at. All right. So that's... I thought this was going to be brief butt talk, so but next week you have even more to look forward to. Great. <laughs> well, I hope our listeners like listening about uh, reindeer butts. <laughs> okay, I'm sure the listeners are on the edge of their seats, but the giggling, farting reindeer in the Santa Claus 2, of course, was named Chet. Oh, Chet. I was close. Yeah. Jack, Chet. I mean, those are... Those are similar. <laughs> that was the one who kind of had kind of that crazy mm-hmm. laugh. Yeah. So anyway, we, we we solved that mystery at least. Oh, this was exhausting. This is why I wouldn't be able to talk about Tim Allen's Santa Claus <laughs> for the next six years of my life. No. Somebody else will have to do Tim Allen's Santa Claus by the minute. Yeah. We could Someone pass else the could to- do that one. <laughs> Yeah, we could pass the torch on to somebody else. I don't know if I could talk about the Santa Claus one, two, and three, one minute at a time. No. I can do brief recaps here and there, but I think that would be a bit much. Yeah, we could probably do like one episode on each movie. That's about it. Or one episode with all three of them (laughs) combined. (laughs) No, I think we could probably do an episode per movie. But let's not think about that right now. Let's think about our beloved classic (laughs) 1985, David Huddleston, John Lithgow, and Dudley Moore. Santa Claus movie. Come back next week for minute number... 77. 77! And in the meantime, if you would like to share any thoughts you might have about reindeer butts, (laughs) uh, be sure to tweet us, at Santa Minute, on Twitter. We're also on Instagram, uh, Facebook, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm flailing here. And you can email us, SantaByTheMinute at gmail.com. Ben and I post a brand new episode each and every Wednesday. And as always, you can listen to any of those episodes. For free!